0: This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network.
1: Hello. Oh, wait. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to I Have, I a, strange have a Strange Story, story Podcast. i um, sorry, I wasn't holding my microphone when I said my first hello. We'll see if it picks it up. Um, welcome to the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm
0: Lindsay, Rebecca,
1: and we're on episode one zero nine. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) This is the first time we've ever done a show. Uh, I think, Becky, you have a couple of announcements.
0: Yeah, I just have one. I just wanted to address our YouTube situation. Um, So we haven't been really uploading anything there lately because um, we both have iPads. And that is our source Mm -hmm. of our whole podcasting experience. And... Right downloading things and uploading things with our iPads um, isn't that easy because I don't know why (laughs) because I'm not a techie person but I just know that whenever I whenever I download things um, from Zoom especially our conversations um, the the video doesn't upload correctly so um so it gets Mm -hmm. all jacked up and also our sound quality isn't great so until we can figure out a better way to get uh videos out there without using zoom and then without using all the data on our phone to make these videos then we'll probably have to just stop doing at least um a video like of us maybe we can have some static image or something like that but um i just wanted to put that out there because i one of my friends contacted me and he's like Where's the video? I was like, ah. <laughs> I felt bad it's about over. that. Sorry you guys. Yeah. We'd like to do it. I'm trying, I don't
1: know. I know. Well, maybe we'll think of another solution. Yeah, but for now It's like
0: our one time a week that we put makeup on and feel pretty.
1: Yeah, that's over. It's gone. I'm just never going to do it again Mm-mm. now. No, and I got a really cool haircut, you guys. Yeah, it looks super mm-hmm. cute, dude. Mm-hmm. It's, do you want to describe I mean,
0: it? I'll just take a picture of it and post it on our YouTube page. Okay, cool.
1: That? Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. If you would do that,
0: I will. <laughs> 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 Did you add anything, Lindsay? So,
1: Uh oh, I don't think that I do. Not a darn okay. thing. Um, yep, that's it. Okay,
0: well, it's episode nine, so. Th- That means that I go first. So this story is a true story um, about a haunted painting or cursed painting or some kind of painting that just gave off really bad vibes. And this is a story that begins with a young girl. She's around five to six years old. And her Nana gave her this painting to hang up in her bedroom. And the painting is a small child in corn rolls. And it's smiling. But she always thought that the child appeared menacing. And um, the way that the artist painted it, it was like he painted a child where there was hardly any light in the room. So it just looked dark. And she hated this painting. (laughs) But you can't give a painting back to Nana or say, Nana, I don't like that. Because that's just not nice bad manners
1: yeah that that made me feel bad yeah
0: so um so a couple of things happened whenever she had this painting in her room so um at night whenever she was in bed she would hear a child's voice asking her to look at the painting and whenever she would look at the painting it looked like the painting had a scary face Um, she said that the smile was distorted and the eyes were always huge and evil If she refused to look at the painting, she heard the child crying, and it wouldn't stop until she looked at the painting, and then the face looked evil again. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No. (laughs) And she said this happened every single night the painting was in her bedroom. Um, So she begged her dad to move it, and he thought that it was just a joke, but eventually he moved it into into the living room, which is where it lives now and just as she got older she just thought to herself like maybe i was hallucinating maybe this was just all in my head and um and she said her her dad would talk to her about it and be like hey hi you remember whenever you were scared of that painting and she was like yeah yeah it was all in my head um and so at 10 she moved out of the house moved out of the state with her mom and would only see the painting in the summertime or the on winter vacations. And
1: oh, okay. So
0: once again, this was in their, uh, her, their living room. So it wasn't in the bedroom anymore. So that's why she was thinking that maybe it wasn't anything paranormal until she moved back in with her, uh, with her dad so after college she went back to her hometown and she moved in with her dad but this time she lived in the basement um but what she would do was after her parents left her work she would go upstairs and start sleeping in their bed because there was centipedes and spiders down in the basement so Ooh. yeah that's probably something i would do too um and her mom was like you got to stop sleeping in our room girl and she's like go sleep on the couch in the living room and um just stop sleeping in our bedroom and so she was like okay fine I'm tired and she went upstairs and she went to go sleep on the couch in the living room with the painting there she said she took a nap and everything was fine and she decided to get up and make a bowl of cereal and whenever she got to the kitchen she realized she had left her phone on in the living room so she walked back to the living room she went to grab her Uh, her phone and as she was walking into the kitchen which before you get to the kitchen is the dining room um she heard a loud thump and then saw something flying off of the wall from the living room and it was a picture so she was really scared she ran downstairs and um she was just trying to figure out what was going on she was trying to get her bearings and she was like what what was that how did the painting or how did the picture come off the wall and um she said i didn't knock that thing off i was no near, nowhere near it and also it fell off after she had already left the room and she also wanted to point out that she heard the thump before the picture fell off these are good
1: questions to ask yes
0: she's very intuitive yeah. they're
1: already doing a very good job that wait a minute hold up Yes. hold up
0: something's not right
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you drinking water yes so am oh, i
0: good job drinking more watties I for 2021 <laughs> 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 ease we should all be doing that <laughs> yeah well like watties. and so anyways So she finally got the courage to go back upstairs and she went to wake up her brother and she told him what happened and he's a very good person. He believed her and he went to go check to see what picture had fallen. Whenever he got to said picture, he looked at it and said, sis, is this a joke? And the picture was, um, was a picture of her as a child laying flat and symmetrically on the floor. Um, she didn't have any other experiences related to the painting after that, but she said that um, just things that she kind of put together is the only time she had a weird experience is if she was sleeping in the same room that the painting was in. Okay. Um, but she did say that she did have sleep paralysis a couple of times in her dad's house. So Okay. Um, so haunted paintings is something okay. that I think that a lot of people thought, um, this could be, I was just reading the comments and, and read it. And so that kind of interested me. Um, just like, how did it, how does a painting become haunted? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea, but there are actually a lot of paintings out there that people do consider haunted. And, um, I'm going to just talk about a couple of those today. And I think that might help explain why some why some paintings can be haunted. And I think it has to do with a lot of the emotion that goes into painting that, where you are, um, maybe what's going on with your head and what you're dealing with, with in your life. Um, so okay. I'm going to read this. Whoops, went to the wrong thingy. I'm going to talk about these um, paintings that okay. are said to be haunted, and some of them even talk about how they probably are. So, I'm going to try to describe these two. So, one of the okay. paintings is The Anguished Man, and this is by an unknown artist, and it's possibly the most haunted painting in the world, according to boardpanda.com. Um, they said the anguished the anguished man has accumulated many scary stories, and nobody knows who painted the piece. Um, but f- somehow it's known that the artist painted uh, mixed blood into his own painting, and oh, uh, after he was finished with it, he committed suicide. So this painting um, is like a blue black background, and it's kind of a bust of. It looks like a red. Person with his mouth wide open it looks like somebody on fire or something but it does look like an anguished person um they say that whenever you hang this piece into in your bedroom um you start to hear whispers and crying at night as well as seeing a shadowy figure so it sounds like oh i know right um so just from the little information that we have about this painting the artist was very upset about something um, and and then committed suicide after they were finished maybe this was something to help get some of those feelings or process some of those feelings
1: oh, you know what I mean that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah so
0: maybe while they were going through this this anguish which mm-hmm. is a great name for the painting by this torment they maybe just painted their feelings into this painting and that's what
1: oh wow yeah, yeah. there I mean, that
0: that's cause for haunting all that emotion right there, man. Yeah, we do. We tra- We talk about how um, having those emotions can sometimes attract other beings, like shadowy people, shadow figures, and stuff like that, and just kind mm-hmm. of pick on you and being um, assholes. Um, so there's this other painting that I'm going to tell you, and I cannot pronounce this person's first name um so please forgive me it's a lot of z's and d's and z's okay um and the last name it looks like is the bixinski and so this piece of art i'm just going to describe it it's hard to describe but it looks like um it looks like a bunch of skeletons just kind of crammed together that are running for a door um, and they're, they okay. in a room and then there's all these kind of ghostly shadowy figures. It is very disturbing. Um, but they say with this painting, um, that this was painted by a Polish painter. They didn't title the piece and they said that they were, it sounds like they were kind of a private person. They, they burned a lot of paintings in their, their backyard that they didn't want anybody to see, um, they said that this artist painting, or this artist was shrouded in tragedy. His wife died in 1998, and his son committed suicide a year later. And then six years later, the artist was found murdered in his apartment. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, there are people believe who believe that anybody that looks at this painting for too, for too long uh, will will die. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to flip through that really quick. Um, I don't have anything for that. It, it sounds like the, the trauma happened. I'm not sure when this was painted. I don't think that it says on there. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife died in 1998. His son committed suicide a year after, and then six years later. So it could have been in between that time, but they don't say when the painting was created in the proximity to all these tragic events happening. Okay. and I don't want to be like the type of person I mean like attracts like for sure but I'm not going to say mm-hmm. that if you draw or paint or think or write songs that are sad or traumatic or whatever that you're going to bring that into your life
1: yeah because it could have become it could have become mm-hmm. is what I said haunted afterwards mm-hmm. it may have had nothing to do with the artist it could have been an object that that a soul attached yeah.
0: to, definitely.
1: So, yeah, definitely. So yeah.
0: Okay. So the next one I'm going to talk about is the Rain Woman by Svetlana okay. Teletz, and this person um, painted this painting in just about five hours. And she said that she was feeling like she was being guided by somebody else, like her hand was being guided by something else. And then everyone who owned the painting reportedly would return it, complaining of insomnia, feelings of sadness, and being watched. All right, so this one's... Oh, man. Yeah, I actually really like the way that this one looks. It's a very stylistic, like... um, woman that she's wearing kind of a black hat and you just see her pale white face and then the rest of her is just in this black garb and it looks like it's raining in the background. Um okay. so I think that this one is kind of self-explanatory. You have something else guiding your hand creating this painting. Mm-hmm. So maybe if this is haunted, maybe there was something else just putting their emotions and their feelings and their um sorrow into this painting this one doesn't sound as bad i mean nobody likes insomnia or feeling sad or oh you know what i forgot to mention they also said it sounds like um they also said not it sounds like (laughs) i'm stupid they also said it seems like they're you're being watched whenever you have this painting in your house okay so get that the fuck out (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean i changed my mind I think that
1: my role is not to buy antiques or previously owned furniture. Mm-hmm. I used to like that stuff, but not anymore. Yeah, And it's same for like mirrors and pictures. Okay. Like just don't. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's see. We've got two more paintings to go. So okay. this one is called... Man Proposes, God Disposes by Edwin Henry Landestier, Landseer. I feel like this is a pretty um, well-known painting. Um, it's a very mm. gruesome painting. It's. It looks like two polar bears eating part of a shipwreck. Um, so I can see some bones in there. And there are some flags or some masts or some sails that have fallen down and some of them are Mm -hmm. red so to me that kind of is like blood but anyways this is a really sad scene that they are painting the paint the painting itself depicts a gruesome scene an imagined ending to the sir john franklin's expedition in 1845 that disappeared without a trace But the other mystery behind this is that uh, this picture is housed in the Royal Holloway University in London, and it's covered with a union flag every exam season because they say in the 1970s, one student committed suicide after staring at the painting. He allegedly left a note Hmm. behind saying the, the polar bears made me do it, and the other students reported feeling uneasy and upset while sitting next to it. Like, why would you have this in a university? I don't know. That's so weird. I know. And it's really sad that they, (laughs) that, like, okay, so I guess you don't want to be optimistic about everything and understand that everybody got out of alive for this expedition, but people's families were on this boat and, you know, they never heard anything else from them after that. They probably did die. And in memoriam yeah. of them is this shipwreck with polar bears probably eating them. And I think that's pretty sad. Pretty gruesome. That <laughs> is. That's not an honor, like,
1: to the people. It, it may be. I can't say that. For myself, I don't feel like that would be an honor. Yeah. I think that I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, there was more to this person than how they died. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that could be like you're fucking with the dead a little bit you're putting you know you're putting that emotion out there you know I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but I could see how that could be haunted just by people being like that's messed up and that's not how I died or how dare you honor me that way it's like sacrilege I guess. I don't know. yeah
1: that's a good way to describe it that's good yeah
0: okay so the last one i know it's really fun for me to describe these pictures but i think what i'm going to do is take pictures of them and put them on our instagram page <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so you yeah. can just fl- flow through them while we're doing this mm-hmm. so the last one is um the hands resist him by bill stoneham have you seen this painting it's really weird huh so In the foreground is just this weird little boy standing there, like, staring at whoever's looking in. So it looks like he's staring at you. And right next to him is a tall wooden doll that you can see the joints. And then behind him, it looks like a partially closed door with, um, with, like, window panes. And there's these little hands, like, just all over not grabbing him, but they look like they're trapped behind the door. And then above them, it looks like a crescent moon. Um, So the hands that resist him was painted in 1972, but in February 2000, it became known as the eBay haunted painting. The painting was described as haunted because previous owners reported that characters in the picture would move at night to the point of completely leaving the frame. Um, The painter of the piece also (laughs) claims that both the owner of the gallery in which the painting was first displayed and the art critic who reviewed the painting died within a year after looking at the picture so i'm just going to scroll by that okay <laughs> i've seen it before um but yeah but that's a mystery too like why would it what is? just how this would be haunted and why why things come at you after owning this
1: dude yeah. I mean
0: it's pretty gruesome. it's 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 pretty creepy. I wouldn't want it in my house. I'm I don't think it's that yeah. scary, but I wouldn't want it, you know, just because it has the history of it too.
1: Yeah, I mean ugh, pictures of war and everything. So they used to do the paintings of wars because it was really the only way to memorialize a battle mm-hmm. or a war. You, you know, or to depict it, right? right? Like um, <laughs> cuz you notice they don't do that anymore, do they? We don't have paintings of wars or battles or anything, huh?
0: Um well, we have because we have photographers. Right? Because we have the media on the scene and you you I mean, unless maybe if there was something that was really like heartwarming or um Or sad or tragic. But you just see a lot. I think that, like, you can depict war in a painting and it can evoke a lot of emotion and pain. But I think looking at Mm -hmm. a photograph of war is probably, like, a 100 times worse than a painting. Right. You know? Because you're looking at people that were, that are alive or were dead or, you know. I think that goes without
1: having to explain it. Yeah, I try to get in the headspace of people, like, who maybe had that painting done at the time and then hung it up. Like, I wonder if it was considered, like, look at these people, like, honoring history and what happened. And then just thinking back, maybe there wasn't a lot of entertainment. So a, a local battle was, like, this huge deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it makes it in us looking at it and still like ooh, but like for that time, maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Well,
0: yes. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) now we talk about art on this show. (laughs) What's but what better than a podcast that talks about things that you can't look at? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So thank you. You can go to our Instagram page and take a look. Yeah, I'll get those together so that you can. It'll be inter. This is our interactive episode. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute
0: Hello, I'm Jack Kirby The host of The Matrix Has You And I want to let you in on a little secret Well, it's more of a truth In fact, it's the only real constant truth in the universe And that is that The Matrix Has Us All I invite you to come on a journey with me every Saturday as I share listener experiences of glitches in the matrix and parallel realities. Then you can judge for yourself if you think the matrix is real. You can find The Matrix Has You podcast on the Paranormality Podcast Network or anywhere you listen to podcasts and on Instagram at Paranormal Podcasts. Until we meet again, remember, the matrix has us all.
1: dude so this is funny because before the show i was like hey what story do you have and you told me what it mm-hmm. was like and then i was like oh cool and then like i i'm looking for my story and then what i end up with i was like this is cool we haven't done something like this in a while cool it's a haunted mirror nice. and i was like oh fuck i did exactly what <laughs> becky did no you didn't yes I did. it's a mirror <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Like I guess I think subconsciously I was thinking it as I was looking for stories, but as soon as you started your story, I was like, Oh cool. Mine's real similar. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this is why we can't tell each other what something is ahead of time. (laughs) Like I, I specifically asked you because I was like, okay, I just want to be sure to get something like completely opposite of hers. (laughs) and
0: I was like a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a painting.
1: You can look at yourself.
0: (laughs) The best art in the world is you. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: Anyways, I'm just going to put that out there, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so this story comes to us from Florida and the United States of America. Um, and so this guy, he liked to go into like old buildings and explore them. And so whenever he spotted an old funeral home in Florida, um, that was like falling to the ground, like rotting, not doing so well. He was excited because he wanted to go check it out. So his friend met him and they went and explored this old, uh, funeral home Um, so he said basically the whole building was decaying and there was furniture everywhere. Uh, there were old caskets and there was also a hearse that was there. And so as he's looking through all the furniture and everything, he finds that there was also this mirror and, um, he said that he immediately like felt drawn to this. He said, usually he doesn't take things from old buildings. He leaves them there. This is something he does on a regular basis, but there was something about this mirror that he just couldn't leave it. So he took it with him and he hung it in his living room. Oh No. And then his mom and sister came over. um, And they told him immediately that they did not like the mirror. They said that it made them lightheaded and it made them nauseous. So, he was like, you know what? I think they're just saying this because they know that it came from a funeral home. And they're freaked out. And he was like, whatever. So, he left it. Didn't think anything of it. So, a few days later, his friend comes over. um, And his friend immediately goes to the mirror and starts looking at it. So, he steps out of the room. He has to take a phone call. When he comes back in, his friend is just staring almost like in a daze. In the mirror. Um, And so he put his hand on his friend's shoulder and called his name. And his friend like jolted, like jumped back and ran into the kitchen. And while he was in the kitchen, he started to tell him what he saw as he was staring in the mirror. Um, So let me find my place. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that he was also breathing really hard and he was holding back tears. Oh, no. His friend was once he got him in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm uh okay so what he saw was an elderly version of himself and he was mouthing words to him and then in the background you could see a bunch of like uh bodies walking but they were all black like i guess s- silhouettes of bodies i'm not quite sure how do you describe it how do you say a shadowy
0: that a yes there were
1: shadow figures that's what it was that yeah i even wrote that down but they were walking all behind him and so that's what he saw and it terrified him right um so basically those two incidents happens and this guy still is like you know what i don't think there's anything wrong with this mirror i don't think that's what it is he's like it's a it's a weird ordeal and that's about it but then finally something happened to him So he said that he was in bed and from the living room, he heard somebody walking around. So he got up and he went in the living room and nothing was there. So as he was turning his body to go back into his bedroom, he caught a look of himself in the mirror that in the living room. And he said that he immediately went into a daze and that he saw that there was a black mass that started to cover his face from left to right and then he saw a hand come up and wrap around his neck. Oh! So he said that it, he, it snapped him out of it and he ran into the bedroom and he said that, um, he felt like really cold. His whole body was cold. And then around his neck, it was stinging. Oh. Um, so that's the end of his story. Um, he did get rid of the mirror, um, <laughs> after this incident, but, What had happened is he actually posted it on Reddit and he asked people, you know, what could this be? And there were, of course, a ton of comments. And so the first one I want to mention that people said it could be was black mold. They said if it was in an old rotting building that um, black mold can cause hallucinations and paranoia and those types of things. I don't know anything about it. I didn't look it up. That's the first thing someone said. So I'm just putting it out there. Be careful if you get, you know stuff from old rotting buildings. Um of course people suggested there could be like a dark energy attached to it. Um but I wanted to talk a little bit about like the history behind mirrors. Yeah. And um so the it I think the folklore around mirrors started with the Romans. I think that's when it started. And so they believed that the mirror reflected a person's soul. And if anything happened to that mirror, whenever you were looking in it, that it would just cause like great misfortune to you. Um, and so the mirror is often viewed like as a portal to other dimensions. It's a portal for spirits. It's a portal to conjure spirits. Um, and so I don't even know why or what I'm talking about (laughs) at this point. I just completely lost my train of thought. All I know is I was talking about mirrors and all the different things that can be used for, uh, but okay. But these are some bad things that can happen with mirrors. And as I was reading this list, because we, we have an episode where we've talked about mirrors and like the history behind them, but as I was reading this list, I was like, oh, that's good to know. Oh, this is good to know too. And then, like, I just wrote the whole list down. Like, all these <laughs> things are good to know about mirrors. And we all just need to be careful with mirrors, everybody, okay? So, like, if you break a mirror, you can get 70 years bad luck. So, we all know that, I think. Um, if the mirror breaks on its own, then that probably means you're going to die. Oh,
0: shit. Lindsay. <laughs> Yeah. Whoever
1: owns it. Right. I know. The more I read, I was like, shit, people need to know this. Um, Okay. Um, uh, People think that it lifts the veil between the physical and the spiritual realm. Um, A lot of times people or there's customs where you cover a mirror when a person dies and you do that so that their soul doesn't get trapped inside the mirror, which brings me back, everybody, to one of my other stories that I told not story. Whenever I talked about the folklore of bloody Mary, Mm -hmm. her spirit is trapped in the mirror and you conjure it when you go in the bathroom and call her name.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Like it
1: totally clicked with me. Like it's still like, even when I was like, yeah, you know, it's, this is the history of bloody Mary. And I talked about who she was, but then I wasn't like, and this is why you see her in a mirror. (laughs) Like I was like, I should probably explain that. Like, (laughs) Right. That's what it is. Okay, cool. Um, Some people believe that the the mirror is actually a portal for spirits and that they aren't trapped and that they can come and go throughout that portal as they want. So there's two different ways to look at it. Um, Specifically, you are not supposed to look into a mirror whenever you're holding a candle because that can make spirits manifest. So it's like you're welcoming somebody into your home. You don't know who they are. Um, I also read that you're supposed to cover mirrors during a storm when it's lightning and thundering. Why? To prevent souls from escaping. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Stay in there, you guys.
1: (laughs) Get in there, buddy. (laughs) Um, also, this is something I never knew. Allegedly, if a baby under the age of one looks in a mirror, it stunts their growth. Damn,
0: that's the reason.
1: Have you ever heard of I've that? Never Can you heard imagine of that? trying to fucking shelter a baby from <laughs> looking <laughs> in
0: a mirror? Like there's, not, you, just,
1: you could take them anywhere. No, you just have like, to
0: blindfold your baby until they're a year.
1: Like maybe this, the COVID year would be good for it. Like yeah, all
0: babies you could shelter that all baby. All babies born after 2020 kind of screwed. Yeah, and as far as the mirror goes. Every child
1: Mm -hmm. is a miracle. I knew what you meant, Mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, now here's the other thing. I think I stopped here. I was like, I'm fucking done. I can't continue to write all these. But it said, if you look in a mirror in a room where a person has died, you're next to die,
0: girl. (laughs) Shit. I know.
1: Um, I really liked that show on HBO Six Feet Under. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever watched it. But. It was about a funeral home, but the people of the funeral home.
0: Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. But it was good. I
1: own the whole DVD set.
0: Oh shit, girl. You are a fan. I know. I'm
1: a real fan. <laughs> I recently got rid of the box and I, I bought one of those C D uh-huh. holders, the pages, and you put and I put all my movies in oh, cool. those. You save a ton of yeah. space um anyways that's my story <laughs> about mirrors and what happens with them so be careful out there folks that's cool y- you can conjure spirits you can stunt growth you could even die <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't because of for the mirrors, love of God, don't dude, look at your don't let your child under a year old look in a mirror for that's real dangerous dude.
1: Yeah, I would try it. If I had a kid, I would try, I would really try for the full year for them not to look in the Aww. mirror. cuz <coughs> we don't know what stunting growth means. We don't know if it means physically, emotionally. <laughs> There's all these different ways you could stunt somebody. True. And so it's and that's why I would think it, I wouldn't want to stunt anything. Yeah. By them looking in the mirror, I would try my yeah. hardest. I think I would fail, but I would try. I
0: mean, you can't hurt. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm real tired, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, Okay, it's all right. I have something interesting about mir- uh, about mirrors.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: There was this um this psychologist. I think he was a psychologist. Let me see. Yeah. Giovanni Caputo that um you can trigger an illusion with mirrors. Um you just need a room that's lit only by a dim lamp. And that mm-hmm. is placed like behind the mirror, and while y- and you have to stare at the mirror. They say about forty centimeters from the front. I don't know what centimeters is in inches, so we can just say like six inches. <laughs> That's probably way okay. wrong. Um, <clears> okay. <throat> so the the what you just do is just gaze into the mirror at their reflection. And usually after about a minute, the observer begins to um, perceive strange face, face illusions. And so what happens whenever you do this is that... Your, your brain kind of distort, distorts your image through the mirror. And so you see okay. these weird things. So like your your face looks like it's melting or you might see things behind it and stuff like that. But it is something that oh, you okay. can try to do on your own if you want. I'm not saying that this mirror had was um, um, was in a dimly lit room and that's what people were seeing because they felt something. Like two people in that room walked in and said this mirror is a piece of shit it makes me feel terrible and then the other two people that looked at it the experiencer and the other guy like had visceral like feelings and emotions from that i don't think that you typically get this what you get is just weird probably spooky looking things that happen to your face i'll be honest i have tried that i've tried doing this yeah and i think i've just gotten to the point where i was like Okay, I, I changed my mind. I don't want to do it.
1: <laughs> uh, I think I did it as a kid on accident. Yeah,
0: you probably did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just a distortion. It's your brain interpreting things. And they go into it a little bit more, but I haven't read the article and I don't want to screw th- anything up. So, But that's on mindhacks.com. It's called The Strange Face in the Mirror Illusion yeah oh, okay so give
1: it a shot well cool thank you mm-hmm. for sharing that yeah. with us <sighs> well I'm well i mean that was my story it was about mirrors you got yours yeah
0: we both <sighs> have stuff that hangs on the wall
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh shit yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah, I stole Becky's no, story. Sorry, everybody. No, you didn't. I did. I stole it. <laughs> At least I'll, I'll admit that, like, it looks bad, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the whole circumstance just looks bad. I apologize. No, um, But if you have a story that you would like uh, for us to share... Um, and to know that you're not alone because there's plenty of people with all types of experiences that we like to share please send us your story to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read it um, and we'll believe your story
0: yes and subscribe rate, and review us and if you do review us please give us a nice review take a snapshot of it and send it to our email address with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some physical stickers I just did it You just did it, so it really does happen. Yeah, be (laughs) graceful. Be on the lookout for your stickers. (laughs) Shut the fuck up! I know. I just came up with that off the top of my head. I swear. It was really good. (sighs) I'm impressed. Thank you. You did a good job. Thank you. Okay, Hmm. I guessed until I guess I'm having a real hard time today. I'm not drinking. I'm not high. Oh. I'm just real tired. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I'm sorry, It's okay. Dude. It's all me.
1: Yeah, I've been there. Okay. Well, then, until next time. Bye. Bye.